0: You're listening to Unmotivated and Unprepared, a podcast where we take a break from the everyday hustle and bustle to muse about life, liberty, and the pursuit of randomness. Now, here's Greg and Ross. What's up, everybody? It's Ross.
1: And it's Greg
0: and it is episode number 12 dirty dozen of unmotivated and unprepared greg it's it's been a while it's been a hot minute hasn't
1: it it's been a bit it's been a few months i think or a month yeah. at least
0: yeah yeah but you know you know why that is it's because uh we've been blessed to be traveling so we're going to have a we're going to have a trip of episode i think
1: it might be, be a few, right? Yeah, might, yeah. I'll say we
0: might. It might be. It might end up being a couple, depending. We 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 can't get a bit bit long winded. So, let's see. What I guess we can start with uh, some of my travels, if you, if you don't mind. And I think yeah, you've I think, been, I think you've that's been where we go. I places. mean, you went
1: you went to you went to Germany and Austria. You saw you saw Christmas in the in oh. the Faterland.
0: I, yeah I experienced I experienced all the joys and wonders of um St Nicholas day. I looked for Krampus I couldn't find Krampus well, correction I'll tell you we did find Krampus, but he was not as alive and well as you would expect Krampus to be so yeah we went to Germany and Austria and you know the travel there wasn't bad I will say um had a had some weather delays which forced us. To, to spend more time in a lounge that we wanted, but I'll be honest, it was a nice lounge. So it was a little bougie. So we were fine with that. It was my expert, my first experience with the bougie lounge. And I was thinking like, Oh, this is how Greg rolls, you know, because I know you, you've got a lot of frequent flyer miles. So you, uh, you know how the lounge stuff works yeah the but yeah scene.
1: but i'll tell you even then uh, and when we talk about my trip it doesn't matter how good the lounge is eventually you don't want to be there either so oh no no you want to be yeah. at your
0: destination you want to yeah. be at your destination it was but when the lounge people start to know you and they come to you and go oh you missed your flight it's like oh man that's yeah that's not a good that's not that's not something you want i don't care how many mimosas they're going to give you for free it, it doesn't it doesn't dull the pain of losing some of your vacation so.
1: but what was the highlight i mean of, of being in the lounge, what was your favorite part?
0: Oh man. I think I was surprised being a, being a country boy from a small town. I was, I was blown away that I could walk into a, a restaurant, get food and and literally I just tip. I don't pay. I don't like, like there's like, there's no prices on the menu because you don't, you're not paying for anything. You're just tipping the, the wait staff. And that was just that that was kind of mind blowing to me. I was I was I was very surprised by
1: that. So <laughs> the, the I mean, all inclusive lifestyle. You paid for it, Ross. You just didn't you know, pay well, for I, it. Yeah, I, I'll say, I paid for it. And yeah. I, I
0: you know, I got my money's worth. And I'm like, you know, while I ordered my food, I'm like, I'm gonna go browse the buffet. So, it,
1: you know, I have to I have to think about something. I, yeah, and we're gonna get into the travel piece, but it it's funny. There's an impression, and I've talked to some of the audience, there's an impression that based upon my stories that I'm a uh, I, I, unless people actually know me, I come off moderately pretentious on these on these on these podcasts. And and I think the unfortunate thing is that I spend my money on clothes and travel. Everything else, I'm very frugal about. And the reason is because it's for one week or two weeks a year. You get to act like you're a millionaire and actually have money. The rest of the year, you, sure, you know, you eat, you go to dive bars and you know live yeah. more frugally, but. But, but, yeah, I think there's I think there's something too when you travel and you go to the lounge, but now, let me ask you this: did you find that the people in the lounges were nicer to staff, or were they just like everybody else's staff, or was there a sense of entitlement in the lounge like i'm uh,
0: yeah, I didn't see I, I didn't see a lot of entitlement you know i saw I saw it was pretty much just people getting their food, people you know resting taking a shower if it was the business stuff you know so like it it seemed pretty even keel to me i think some of the folks clearly it wasn't their first time they were business yeah. they were business travelers so they knew they knew what they were doing there was a there was a group of people that were the guys were a little bit not inappropriate but they were a little obnoxious towards the the lady was uh you know, helping them out, bringing them drinks. Like, oh, she can get us anything, honey. Why don't you? know, I was like, okay, dude, just <laughs> let
1: her, let her do her job. Now, were you, you on? Air, were you on? Uh, were you in Houston, or was this that yes. uh, one you were in Europe? Houston,
0: yeah, oh. Houston was Houston was the Houston was the nice was the nice lounge that we were at. Um, it was it was the biggest one we went to because it was a fairly it was a fairly new lounge. So, uh, but yeah, it was they, the people were fairly you know. Even Keel other than that one small group. I mean, everybody was watching at the time it was World Cup. So everybody was watching World Cup matches on their on their
1: devices and everything. So Yeah, that was still that was still the the group. You were still watching groups. Mm-hmm. They hadn't gone to mm-hmm. knockouts yet. Yeah, group
0: group stage. Yeah. I think I think during when yeah. the US was playing, I was yeah. I was in the lounge. So it was a little more of a buzz, you know, the one time every three or four years that people actually watch soccer in the United States.
1: So where'd you go first? I mean, you left Houston, and then you went, what, to Germany first, or did you go to yep. Vienna first? Yep,
0: so we ended up in München, or Munich, okay. Munich. As, they, as they say, yeah, yeah. Bayern, I, uh, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, we went, yeah, we ended up in, in Munich, and so we we did lose a day because of travel stuff, but we made the most of it. Our first day, we always like to do, you know, like a kind of a, an explore, explore kind of day, and thanks to you... I leverage Atlas Obscura, much Love to the thing. chagrin, much to the chagrin of my wife. <laughs> I leverage Atlas Obscura, you know, so when I drag her to the Globe Museum, you know, she's like, really, Greg, I hate you. <laughs> like, You're the worst person in the world. Uh, but, but yeah, so, so we'll, we'll look around at that, see if there's any sites nearby and then, and hit some of the main stuff. So, I mean, we did the Christmas market thing, which um, for those who've ever been to San Antonio or who have ever read about San Antonio's Fiesta, it's like a Christmas Fiesta times 10. Tons of booths, people drinking, you know, you have the mulled wine, which is just like warm, spiced wine, which... But uh, they
1: have also have foya which is the yes. rum, which is the hot rum Yes, bowl, they have right? the hot
0: rum, which is the punch. Uh, my wife had a uh, a tea with rum in it. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, that was probably her favorite of, of the drinks, but got over the mold wine real quick. Um, and we were, we were surprised with Germany. So we started in, in Munich, figured out the S-Bahn, you know, the subway system, which you know, when, when the guy, when the train, when it stops and there was like a delay and the conductor comes on and he doesn't tell you what's going on in English and it's only in German, you know, I look like the ultimate tourist, like trying to hold my Google <laughs> Trans. <transcript>. I <laughs> okay, you said something about delay. And that's all I got. So finally, you just, what what we learned over the course of that is when you're in a country where the primary language is not the one that you speak, you just fess up and you ask the questions.
1: All the time. You, you, you the just
0: time. finally be like, "Um, excuse me, yeah. do you know this? And very helpful. Got to give it to my my. My relatives from, from your, they're very friendly people in Germany. They your were very Your relatives from your,
1: from yes.
0: your. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to get something. I didn't know your was the first thing I came up Your came
1: ancestry, up with. your heritage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My
0: heritage. I've been on a genealogy uh, yeah. rabbit hole yeah. recently, so that'll have to be another episode. So yeah, they were very friendly.
1: Well, you are also in Munich. That, you're also in Munich, which Bavaria is the friendliest part of Germany. Yeah, that's, so much, that's, much that's, much that's kind of what it's, they said. It's usually, you know, the rule of thumb is the same thing in the United States. The best places to go are Catholic places. And not, yes, not a and, religious plug, Just they just tend to be. New Orleans, which, well, the coast of the south, like they're fun places to go.
0: Absolutely. And it was very, very Catholic. We learned that on some of our day trips. We did a day trip to Neuschwanstein Castle, which yeah. is the Disney castle. It was modeled after the Disney castle. And it was very it was very evident as we were driving and every time the word Protestant would come up, it was like Protestant Yeah, and it was like Catholic. So (laughs) it was, it was very evident that it was still, it's it's still a very strong, you know, we did it on the Sunday and the lady even joked, it's like, it's Sunday. Why are y'all doing a tour? Including myself, we should all be in church, you know, it's a joke, but it's still like, that's, that's kind of the culture and just, just kind of what's there. But yeah, it was, it was very friendly. Um, Castles were great. You know, it's cool to say you've been to a castle. Um, I would say our... Well,
1: those are palaces, right? Those are yeah, palaces. Well, one was you a did, castle, you,
0: one was a palace. Which so one did Neuschwan- you go to? So Neuschwanstein was a castle. Linderhof, which was was a palace of Ludwig II. So
1: well, that it, was
0: his palace because it wasn't fortified.
1: Right, um, yeah, but Neuschwanstein is still really kind of a schloss. It's still kind of a palace, but... It, it's still, but it yeah. still is
0: a palace. Yeah. It's technically a, a castle. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, I think the most you know the most impactful of probably the entire trip was when we went to the uh, the Dachau memorial site
1: oh okay uh, yeah just
0: because it just so like
1: nothing we, that spells christmas like concentration camp uh,
0: well i know i mean we go we went from yeah we went from a christmas market and then woke up the next morning and went to dachau so yeah. you know very it, a little shaken to real into the real world real fast. But, uh, we had a phenomenal, I will tell you when you, when you travel places, some people like to just do it all their own, you know, go yeah. see all the stuff. We, we are kind of half and half. We'll do the travel ourselves, the public transit, all that. But then when we want to do a tour of something, we'll book a tour group and the, our tour guide was excellent. She was great. Walked us through it. You know, you could go to the museum but you get more hearing the stories, and you know going to the yeah. different places. So it was, it was very, it was very good hearing that. I'm, I'm a big fan of just like learning about the history and of things. So
1: this was your first time to Germany, right? Which is why you, yes. why yes. This is why you took the time to do the concentration yes. camps as yes. well as the Christmas yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was it's the first it's, time. Yeah. Um, did you also do Oberammergau? Did you do Nuremberg? We did, we
0: did, we did, we did, we did stop at Oberammergau. Uh, got we actually got some uh, some gifts for some of our wood uh, family statues. members. You get wood statues. We got yeah, we got some carved some carved yeah. wooden stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, standard touristy stuff. Like I'm not <laughs> gonna lie, I'm not, I'm not, we're not staying in hostels and and going on hikes in places that like aren't touristy. Like don't get me wrong, we're not we're not there yet. Maybe next trip. So yeah, we did Oberammergau and then Dachau. And then that was a short, it was pretty short. We actually spent more time in Austria. So we do, we then hopped on it, which crazy to me, you get on a train hour and a half later, you're in another country. They don't check your passport. You just roll off and just like, I'm in another country. It's just so being in in America where it's almost practically like they check your passport when you go across a state line, practically like it's. (laughs) Totally different there, but yeah, we went there. But the highlight of that plant the the train ride because I've I've never done a train before, so to me it was the first time in a. Wait, train. this is the
1: first time riding a train ever.
0: Yeah, yeah, like like a first time, like a legit like cross country train. I mean, I've probably been on some like little choo choo trolley thing, but it's somewhere. not like a, you've never
1: but, done an Amtrak before. You've never no, done any no, sort of no, any never sort done of a bullet tra- train, yeah.
0: never done a like a and and so these are the the EU rail trains and. We get in there and we're looking for a spot. We did we had no clue what we were doing. We had to ask three times which platform to go on know, everything else. And we finally, we finally find the little, uh, compartments. This train actually had compartments. Well, they were all full except for one had two older gentlemen by the window and it's a six seater compartment, right? So it's yeah. three seats facing each other. They were by the window. So we just sat on the, on the outside like they can't do anything. They're not reserved. So we just sit down and it's these two older guys. They finally warm up to us about an hour into the trip. One guy it's only spoke-
1: an hour and a half train ride. It's yeah. only an hour and a half. <laughs> they, right? like, they,
0: they Well, they, they gave us a little bit of time, you know, but one guy knows great English. The other guy you could tell is just like, he was like, like I never wanted to learn it. You could tell he like very broken, only knew a few things, but it was so funny. They're sitting there 1030 in the morning with their bottle of wine and their croissants eating it going to going to salzburg and the guys like this wine i i snuck it snuck it past my wife last night so she wouldn't know <laughs> like these guys are totally just like ditching ditching their spouses in the middle of the week <laughs> just to go know, to salzburg just, just to go to salzburg and i'm like man that retired life man they just they just leave it just going on a trip But yeah, they were, but they were they were a hoot. They were funny. Uh, My wife almost wanted to take a selfie with them. I'm like, no, don't do it, don't do it. Like, oh, those are the best
1: pictures. You're supposed to take pictures with those people, (sighs) like because because then you remember them. Right, it's like it's like well, forever. Yeah, I I'll always have the picture of, of you know my friend Brian with the two ladies that kept stealing his beer that were like forty years his his junior, his senior, right? Whatever. Oh like, God, you know, still remember to this day. Now I have photo evidence that I can lord over him for the rest of his life.
0: I know, I know. We should have, we should have taken it. We should have taken a photo. So, but that was that was fun. We get we get to, you know, Salzburg. Salzburg was nice. It was very quaint. Obviously, Salzburg known for two things. Sound Mo- of Music yep. and Mozart, Mozart, yep. You know,
1: and those little um, and the and the little candies, the Mozart, the Mozart candies, which ma- we had Pan in our hotel.
0: Candy. Of course, yep. they had yep. them. You know, they had them there at our hotel, and we Kuglin. didn't do any. They're
1: called Kuglen. Kuglen. Kuglin.
0: Kuglin. 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 See, so you got you're you're so good at German. How much German do you know? Are you fully? Are you fluent in no, German? Would you not say not
1: anymore? Not anymore. But I mean, enough to be you. Could, would, you
0: could go to Germany for two yeah. months and, yeah, and yeah, be right back in it.
1: Yeah, that that one I can do. Yeah.
0: Which I'll get to, Uh, oh yeah, one thing in Munich, we didn't, there was only, there was two places we went to where we struggled with the other person knowing English, most everyone knew English, there was one um, very terrible Italian restaurant that we didn't look at reviews, we were just hungry and we went to, and it was like Soupy Pizza and Chef Boyardee, (laughs) and... I, uh, I used all of my two years of high school German to try to get us the check <laughs> and, and pay. It was rough. It was a rough time. And then there was another one where we were in a little grocery store and I had to go to the bathroom. I had to pee. I was very hydrated. And we went to ask one of the ladies stocking the shelves, like, hey, do you can customers use your restroom? And she's like, I don't speak English. And she like put her head down and practically ran away, like sprinted <laughs> away from us. And I'm like, man, do I have that effect on people? They just run away from me. But, but other than that, yeah, the English, English speaking was, was on point probably the, you know, better, better grammar than I do for sure. Uh, especially for those who've listened to our podcast, I could probably tell you that. Uh, but Salzburg was great. We did, The highlight of Salzburg for me was we went to Hohen Salzburg Fortress. I think that's what it's called. And we had a dinner and then we went to a little classical music concert. Oh, yeah. Uh, They played Mozart. They played some Salzburg type of Christmas tunes. And it was a small one. I am not an audio. It was like eight pieces. So there's probably like octet. I don't know what that's called officially. But – You know, people are like, really, you like that? I was like, look, I was skeptical too. But what was interesting about that is you go to a big concert, musical concert, whatever. You hear the sound coming at you. It's engineered to hit you all like at the same time. Like you hear one unit of sound, this wall of sound. We were close enough and it was small enough. It was, it's hard to say. It's like maybe not half the size of a normal convenience store. So it was a very intimate setting. You could look at one violinist and I could hear the sound specifically coming from him, his violin. Then I could look at the lady next to him and I could hear the sound coming from her. So you could hear each individual like <laughs> instrument playing. Which was just fascinating.
1: So, so, so to me. it's like that scene when we were like kids on PBS where like the, the speaker would make noise and then you'd see the radiant and then you'd see another yes, speaker make yes, noise. Yes. And
0: I was I was I was so you're in for the like science of it. Not the music yes. of it, the science I was, of it. Well I was fascinated by that because I'd never experienced something like that up close. Uh, but yeah, it was good. It was that, good. It was a lot of fun.
1: But that's the one thing I, you you know, people say that. They don't like opera or they don't like classical music, or they don't I I have a hard time understanding a person who doesn't at least appreciate classical music and opera music. I can get not liking death metal. I can sure, I can get sure. I can get not liking but I know you, you can. can. But I also get why someone might not like hip-hop, right? Or dance music or any other set. But classical music and opera are just two kind of classic forms of music. Also kind of music of traditional music, um, tribal music. I there seems to be something about it. I don't know why people can say they don't like something. I mean, granted, I get it. They don't want to sit for an hour and a half to listen to classical music. But those are the same people that can't watch a movie that has dialogue. If they don't blow mm-hmm. something up every 15 minutes or someone doesn't get punched in the face. So mm-hmm. I get it. I'm just trying to fathom the people that told you, like, you don't like classical music. I think you would absolutely enjoy classical music.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I did. I really did. The one thing that, and we found, we uncovered one of Ross's pet peeves, which I, I mean, I have pet peeves, but um, my wife had to... Gently grasp my arm and, and, you know, in, in her own way, tell me it's going to be okay. It's fine. Just relax. It's people recording right up in these people's faces while they're playing on their phone and they've even got the flash on. You know, they got like the flash on right there and I'm like, just want to slap the phone (laughs) slap it out of their hand. You know, like, I mean, like you start, you start to go to concerts now, especially like when I went to a tool concert, they don't let you record at all because the whole concept of being present, it's kind of like a mindfulness thing, being present in the moment, enjoying that as opposed to looking at it through your phone. But then not only that you're recording and you got the flash on too. And you're six feet away, six feet away from this person. like, that's distracting. Stop doing that. So I was, I was like losing it. And she was like, just relax the person who's 40 years older than you, who probably doesn't realize their flash is on no offense, mom, if you're listening, just let it go. Give them a chance to send that to their kids. But yeah, that was, that was a pet peeve of mine. I found one that would really hit me on that.
1: Yeah. I don't, I, I am one who I get, you know, taking a minute, and recording just a certain part for a minute. I've done that just to, to have evidence that I was... Or show it to other people, so they... Yeah. You know, but the people who stand there for an hour and 45 minutes with their phone up recording something trips like, me out every time. I'm like, like, what are you like, doing? Don't do
0: it. Yeah, don't do it. Also, Let's who's going
1: to watch that? Because they're jumping up and down with the phone at a concert. Oh, yeah, like, who, yeah, it's, yeah. Who's going to yeah. watch that YouTube video?
0: Yeah, nobody's nobody's going to see that. It's like Blair Witch, <laughs> Blair Witch concert. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. So... But yeah, it was, it was good. Um, it was cold, obviously it was, but we didn't get any snow. We didn't get any snow, which was kind of, uh, made us a little bit sad. We just wanted to get a, you know, just a nice little Christmas snow, but we didn't get any Christmas snow. And then probably our favorite city was our final stop. Our favorite place, which was Vienna. Vienna was gorgeous. It was, it was beautiful. The food was excellent. We, I, I randomly found like a highly rated restaurant and we picked it and we go there and they had like a, a very, it was, it was reasonable, uh, four course chefs tasting menu. And it was, it was phenomenal. And they were pairing wines with it. I'm not a wine drinker, but, but my wife is. So we got all the different wines with it and it was really good. It was like the best, the best meal that we had.
1: What well, what was what was the what was the type of food though I mean was it French was it French
0: it was no it was I don't even it, was it, it German
1: was, was it it was it was it American contemporary no was it, it was, Japanese
0: it was it was Austrian but it okay. was a mixture of everything from you know like a like a goat cheese type of thing you know there was some Italian mixed in there but it was. And, and the nice part is they had the pairings like I think there was a was a beef I think there was a beef with it at one point in time so um I didn't. I got the schnitzel, Greg. Let's be honest. I, yeah. Well, you're in like,
1: Vienna. You should get the schnitzel, right? Yeah. That's where it's I got.
0: From. I got the. Schnitzel. I had seven schnitzels. Let's be that's, honest. I, I, that's, I, that's,
1: yeah, that, I, did you actually get Vienna schnitzel out? Like, like real veal? Like you got veal chops? Yes.
0: Yes, I did. Yeah. I did the veal ones. I did the Viennese style. I did the pork. You know, I did. You You name it. I I picked pretty much. By they, by default,
1: Wiener Schnitzel is the Vien- Viennese style, right? It's Viennese style, yes. Viennese it's Wiener. Is, and
0: yeah. and yeah, and it can't actually be it can't actually be called Wiener Schnitzel unless it's in Vienna. If it's somewhere else, it's Schnitzel Viennese style. Or Wiener Schnitzel art like,
1: art. Like it's yes, the style of yeah, Vienna. The yeah. style
0: of Vienna. So I thought yeah. that was that was interesting. So but the food was great. You know, Vienna. The food tours, we always do food tours, and one thing we You know, two two things we will definitely take with us from a travel perspective is always do the walking food tour like the first day. Well, we didn't do that in
1: London, Ross. We didn't do a walking food uh, tour. I
0: know. I know. There's
1: a joke in in there, by the way. Like, there's a joke. Yes, yes,
0: yes. There absolutely is. Yeah. Uh, Go to London in a
1: food tour. Worst thing ever. Yeah, it's
0: like well, so here's some fish and here's some chips. Sorry, London listener, uh, <laughs> singular, the, but we learned so much from the people about the different areas and get other recommendations that you're like, okay, now I've got three, three more days of things I need to go see and do and eat because they give you all these like local recommendations. And it was funny because in Munich for our food tour, the guy was, a the gentleman was in, he was from Ireland. He was Irish. And Mm -hmm. he was a history major eight years ago. He moved to Germany and never came back. He just decided, I want to just do this here. So he worked in a beer garden, learned German, and then started doing food tours and has been doing it ever since. Did a great job. um, But we learned so much about the the different pieces. But Vienna was fun because we had a lot of, the guy was from Vienna. He told us a lot about the Viennese culture. He's like, look, he goes, I'm Viennese. We are not the most jolly people in the world. If something is good at a restaurant, we'll say, Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. That means we liked it. That means it was really good. And he he's not he wasn't wrong. That restaurant we went to, we had a we had a young lady beside us, death stare. The entire time <laughs> we were eating, just staring at us. And I'm I'm like, Did I say something about your mother? Is, I mean like just evil eyes looking at us. And I guess that's just normal culture. That's just, that's just yeah. normal culture. Yeah. They don't mean anything, but they're just curious, you know, cause it's, it's obvious we're tourists. I mean, I'm wearing, I'm wearing tennis shoes. We're tourists hands down. Like it's, it's, it's a dead giveaway. So, um, but he was, he was hilarious and he took us to one of his buddy Tomas's stand and we had different types of brats and you know sausages and everything else and something that you definitely won't see approved at a food truck in America he was like handing it out in the and our tour guide just hopped into the truck and started helping him serve stuff and everything <laughs> i was like you can do that that's so bizarre so yeah, he was just helping him out but yeah he must have been our 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 tour guide knew french and so he must have been recruited by this tour company because they had brought somebody through one day and the guy was stumbling through his French and he was at his buddy's food truck and he just started translating. And they finally asked me, do you want to do our tours in French? Because we have quite a few French speaking people do it. And so that's how he got into this tour thing. So um,
1: cool. we were,
0: we were convinced by the end of it, that it was his wife's way of saying, no, you need to get out of the house in retirement a little bit and <laughs> spend some time doing tours. So that's what we were convinced of because he was a talker for sure. So but but yeah, Vienna was good. Uh, the other thing we learned that we did in Salzburg, and you're going to laugh at this because it's not really that. Long, we just got our clothes laundered. Like I took it to a laundromat and got my clothes laundered because we were like, oh, let's have the hotel clean our, you know, do oh, our no, clothes. Oh no, it's so expensive. It. So expensive. Like seven
1: dollars for a t-shirt.
0: Yes, yes. And I went and spent 17 euros and got an entire yeah, worth of clothes done. Folded. They did everything. Well, so, you were
1: gone for how long? You were gone for two, two and weeks, a half weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two, two weeks, weeks. Yeah. So, but we
0: we just made a stop. But like, it was uh, like, why haven't I done this before? You know. Oh, yeah. like, like usually I like overpack and everything else. But so then I got into this whole like I went down this rabbit trail of the the one bag subreddit where everybody yeah. talks about like what to take and everything else mm. and and all these small things. So that's that's going to be my next thing is how light I can travel
1: um that's her next adventure is how light can ross travel
0: yeah how 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 little can i take so you know and still and still feel you know like i'm having a good time
1: but you went to a cold place it's a lot harder to pack light at a cold place like because when i went to india for the very first time i went to india i took everything in a carry-on like a single carry-on for a whole for a whole two weeks um but they're all like polo shirts you just back then i was wearing a lot more polo shirts i wasn't wearing as many dress shirts but so yeah. like you just pick all the polo shirts and put them in there and those those are like women's sundresses you just roll them up till they get tight and then you know yeah yeah just them compress the
0: compress them yeah. and then you're done yeah. yeah yeah so so the the trip was good the, the way back you know we took the train we took the train all the way back um i will say i will say this um I'll be very vulnerable right now. I like Taylor Swift now because nothing beats a train ride listening to Taylor Swift. I don't know, it just works. R- really, out that's that, yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yes, I do like death metal, but I've now determined that T-, T Swizzle is T Swizzle is also my jam. The Midnight's album, the new album, it slaps. It's good and it's perfect. Put it on sometime when it's cold outside, which anybody who's around right now, it's cold and just listen, listen to the new album. It's very, it's very, um, it's very chill. So
1: I'm, I'm more, I'm more worried. I'm more, I'm not worried that you listen to Taylor Swift. I'm more surprised that you used, you used a uh, descriptive adjective. That uh-huh. that that is from a generation that's not ours, Ross. What what uh-huh. did you just inherit a bunch of twenty-two-year-old employees? Like how did you how are you using slaps now? Like Sla- no, did you what did you when no, did you I'm add just, that to your vocabulary? I've
0: used, look, I've used slaps for like six years. Really? Because I learned really? it from one of my employees who is much younger than <laughs> me, but still. Still. Hits different, slaps mid. Have you heard? It's mid. Have you heard if you that? Say, if you
1: start saying bussing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang no, out. No, uh, if no. If you start saying no, bussing over,
0: there's nothing remotely close to anything that I do that would be considered bussing. <laughs> <Busing>.
1: so,
0: <laughs> so, so, no, oh. we're safe on that. First oh man!
1: thing I've man, done anything Russ.
0: associated to a bus was I wrote on one in school about. 35 years ago, so <laughs> wrong yeah. busted, but yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Exactly. So yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm getting, I'm getting hit. I, I want, I read the, what was it? Gizmodo does the, uh, out of touch adults guide to kid culture once yeah. a week. Yeah. So I've, I've got to read that to understand because I, uh, I'm apparently I'm one of a few people that doesn't use TikTok because everybody use it. Uses it except except those with government devices. Ooh, there's some current news for you. Um, but I don't use TikTok, so I have to learn from other news sources what these words mean and what these. I words like the are.
1: TikTok. I you know I, I I find my I find it's a total time suck though. So I I that's, liked that's being, why I don't use it. That's why I, I liked being it. away because I didn't have good internet. Which had a lot of backfiring complications tied to the me not having very good internet. Oh, but can't wait. But but it was fantastic in the fact that I like I didn't I didn't use my phone hardly at all the whole trip. No TikTok. Nice. No, no anything. Total People digital, get, like digital oh, detox. Man, it was it was the best to be disconnected from the world. It made me really hate my phone when I got back.
0: Yeah, I could I could see that. I could see that. The digital detox. All right. So let's let's do this. I think we're at a good, we're at a good spot on our trip of Palooza to break before we get into part two. Uh, But I do want to, I want to dispel a myth. I want to both dispel and confirm something. You had mentioned earlier that some of the listeners might think of you as pretentious and (laughs) as, as your friend, I know you're not pretentious. I, 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 completely agree with your statement of you, you're actually very frugal but there are a couple of things that you wanna you wanna spend up on to feel good about yourself, and I want to give an example from our London trip um, that that showcases Greg's frugality. Um, so um, you so 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 we went to London. We get our oyster cards, and we're get we're getting off the we're getting off the plane, and and Greg says, "You you gotta." this is how you do it. You buy your oyster card and you get, you get like, it's like seven, seven uh, British pounds, seven quid. And then you, you load it up with 50 or something like that. I was yeah. like, okay, okay. So I do that I go there. I'm like, I don't see this. I don't see this option. I see a seven day option, but I don't, I don't see this other thing. So as, as the trip progresses, we finally get to a point where Greg suddenly realizes that he bought a seven day unlimited oyster card and put money on it. So Greg, the man who wants to do it up, he's got his nice clothes, he's doing about spends half the trip worried about how he's going to get 20 quid back from his oyster card, because that's going to be the end of him. And so I, I truly I truly realized at that point I was like, look, Greg is not. Greg's not just wasting money. He's not just like, he's not this high roller who's going around, you know, he's got money guns at his house, just like <laughs> just shooting money around. He's truly a man who, you know, what experiences you like, and you know where yep. you want to, where you want to do that. And I, and I, and I respect that. I appreciate that. So no, you're not, uh, you're not, you're you not. You just called
1: me cheap now, Ross. <laughs> no, I called, you, I called you
0: frugal. I yeah, called you yeah, frugal. Yeah, you yeah. got to remember I grew up in a small town with a bunch of square headed German people like myself. And they say, you know how, you know how copper wire was made, right? It was two Germans fighting over a penny. So like that's, (laughs) so, so that's, that's, and they were my, they were my, my grandparents. So probably the ones that that did that. So, so yes, no frugal. Yes. Not, not, not cheap, not tight, not cheap, not tight. So, all right, Greg. Well, until next time, when we talk about Greg, the cruisers, of Palooza.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that will be episode 13. Hopefully it's not unlucky. But yeah, yes, hopefully it's not until unlucky. Then. All yes.
1: right. See you, Greg. See you. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Unmotivated and Unprepared. Join us again next time as we continue to meander through random topics at a pace defined by our mood, the weather, and what happened five minutes earlier.